Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show. A single story just a few minutes long in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with a great story. We've got a great story for you today and we want to remind you we drop a few of these bites each week in preparation for our Thursday full hour-long episode drop. An hour filled with stories for you and your family. And this Thursday, join us for a special performance from Bill Lepp, the West Virginia Virginia Tall Tale Teller, recorded live in the Appleseed Studio, a story about going to vacation Bible school as a kid. We'll also take you snipe hunting. Intrigued? Join us on Thursday. In the meantime, it's such a pleasure to have you with us for this bite. I'm joined in the studio by Trent Horton, one of our assistant producers. Trent, it's great to have you with me. It's great to be here. Tell us about what we're going to hear today. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to hear from Charlotte Blake Elston which she's one of my favorites. Um, and this is actually one of my favorite stories from her. It's called The Trombone Queen and the Gingerbread King. And so in this story, um, there's a king, obviously, and he is not made of gingerbread, uh, as some other uh, folk tales and fairy tales may happen. But um, he really loves gingerbread. And all he wants is a queen that can bake him some gingerbread. And he goes out in search of that. Um, but it turns out that... Uh, that might not be a realistic expectation. <laughs> well, here's the story. And again, Charlotte Blake Alston is fantastic, the wonderful storyteller and musician. And here is the tale from Charlotte Blake Alston. Happy to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. There once was a king in the kingdom of Zing who said to himself one day, this castle is nice, it's a wonderful home, but it's lonely here day after day. I think it is time to go out and find a queen to share my throne. She must be wise and she must be fair and not spend too much time on the phone. Now there was something this king in the kingdom of Zing loved with all his might. He wanted it when he awoke from his bed and before going to sleep at night. He yelled at his bakers in such a loud tone, Gingerbread, I want it now! And please make it right, make it firm, but light with crust on the edges. They'd bow, but try as they might. It would not come out right. The king was not satisfied. He'd stomp down the hall, sometimes bang on the wall, and one time he almost cried. Well, he thought and he thought till he could think no more, and he came up with a new idea. Any queen that I bring to the kingdom of Zing must bake gingerbread for me. So he jumped on his horse and he raced through the forest till he came to the kingdom of play. The princess there was wise and fair and ready to marry that day. But he said, my dear, I want to be clear so you know the thoughts in my head. You seem to be wise and fair and all that, but how's your gingerbread? Gingerbread? I I don't make gingerbread, and I really hate to boast, but they say all over the kingdom of play that I make the best cinnamon toast. (laughs) Hate to boast about cinnamon toast? He couldn't believe what she'd said. Oh, this will not do. I cannot marry you. I must have gingerbread. So off he went with his face kind of bent till he came to the kingdom of Mim. He met Princess Urias. And she was nice. (laughs) He hoped that she would like him. So he didn't wait or hesitate. He asked her right away, please tell me your rice. Could you give me a slice of your fresh gingerbread today? Now hold on, dear. 
You can't come in here without hearing my request. Before I decide to marry you, you must meet my test. Now I am giving and I am willing to bake and stay off the phone. If you would take the time to learn to play the slide trombone. You see, I've lived here all my life listening to the tones of the royal horn blowers day and night playing their slide trombones. My heart just pounds. It is a sound I cannot live without. And I will not marry you unless you promise to try it out. Oh, well, um, he hemmed and hawed and heed. He thought to himself, well, maybe a wife is not what I really need. But Princess Eurice was really nice. (laughs) He heaved a little sigh. He thought again, and then he said, okay, I'll give it a try. (gasps) Hooray, hooray! They shouted and danced all over the kingdom that day. A royal wedding! Goodness me, there's so much to be done today. The royal horn blowers blew their trombones to the sound reached the stars and the moon. But Princess Eurice said, now hold on. Today is just too soon. I need much more time to take care of details. There are things to be do as I speak. So they didn't get married that day, of course. They they got married the following week. (laughs) Well, things went fine for a short time. Queen Uriah spent time in the kitchen. But the only way she could bake good gingerbread was to call on the royal magician. She burned all the pots. She scorched all the pans. She got flour in her eyes and her nose. She dropped a pan on the royal cook's foot and gave him five swollen toes. Gingerbread that she baked tasted somewhat like cake and mud from the royal moat. If you put it in water and put up a sail, it made an excellent boat. And though try as he might, the king gave a fright to all who passed his room door. He blew so hard and loud that he went crashing to the floor. People held their heads. They hid under the beds. The pictures fell off the wall. The king was discouraged. His lips made a frown. I'm no good at this at all. Well, no one was happy. And this wasn't the way fairy tales are supposed to end. So the king picked up the royal phone and called his counselor and friend. He said, I do think I have made a mistake. I really should not have married. I feel like rocks are in my head and my queen is grumpy and harried. I say the play the slide from bone and I'm doing what she said. And Queen Eurice is really nice, but she cannot bake gingerbread. Well... The royal counselor took their hands and cleared his throat with a cough. He said, my dears, the solution is clear. If a shoe doesn't fit, take it off. You're trying to do the impossible because you want your mate to be happy, and that's a good thing in any marriage, but you're driving everyone batty. If you do so love gingerbread and you want some on every shelf, you ought to get in the royal kitchen and bake it for yourself. And you, my dear, I can tell by your hands, you're not cut out for the kitchen. You love the trombone? Then for goodness sake, take some lessons from the royal musician. Well, a royal grin spread across their faces. Why did we think of that? They ran down the hall so fast to get started, they nearly ran over the cat. The royal cooks, they welcomed the king after all that they'd been through. We know you'll do fine, my lord, because this is what you really want to do. They found a royal recipe to his royal heart's delight, and he mixed and he beat and he stirred and he poured, and the bread came out just right. 
He made bread in the pan, made a gingerbread man. People came from far and away. They wanted his gingerbread so much that they were willing to pay. And down in her chambers, Queen Uri spent time with the royal musician. She was so eager to learn to play. She was so anxious to listen. The first tone that she blew was a little askew, but she didn't give up. Oh, no. She was determined to play that horn, so she continued to blow. She blew loud, and she blew soft, and it wasn't harsh at all. People took their hands away from their heads. No pictures fell off the wall. In fact, she made that trombone sing. The people were amazed. They said she should be in an orchestra as beautifully as she plays. Well, the money he made from the gingerbread, the king built a concert hall. People came from all over the world, spring, summer, winter, and fall. They marveled at the gingerbread, licked their fingers to the bone, and Queen Eurice made them feel so nice when she played her sly trombone. They clapped, they cheered, they even shed tears. They said, oh, please play more. They couldn't get enough of it. They yelled, encore, encore. Well, they lived a long and happy life, and long after they were gone... The boys in the kingdom baked gingerbread, and the girls played the slide trombone. <laughs> the trombone queen and the gingerbread king, a story told for you by Charlotte Blake Alston. I'm listening not only with you, but with Trent Horton, one of our assistant producers as well. Trent, thanks for bringing that story to us. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I, I, I am sold from the very moment they describe the gingerbread, my mouth starts watering. Yes. <laughs> yes, if you love gingerbread, uh, you definitely have to make yourself some after listening to this story or That's go buy right. some or something. Yeah. <laughs> what does she say? Firm but light with crust on the edges. I just – I'm mm-hmm. yeah, I'm right there. Yep. Yeah. Where, where does this story take you when you hear it? You know, I think one of my favorite parts of this story is I love the the resolution of it. I love that – this gingerbread king who has been setting all of his expectations on these other people all yeah. of a sudden realizes, wait, I can do something that I love. Yeah. I can do this and it's it's enjoyable to him. He's been depending on other people and then as soon as he, you know, takes the time to to practice and to do it, he falls in love and, and yeah. can make it the way he likes it. <laughs> and I think it takes me to to many experiences in my life where, you know, I've learned that I love to do my own things. Yeah. You know, I, I watch my own kids as they grow up and at first have to ask mom and dad for mm-hmm. just about everything, right? And there is this kind of magical moment when 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 parents get to say, I'll teach you how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and kids start to be able to do some of the things, bring some of the things that they want into their own lives. Uh, it's a really magical moment. Yeah. I, I, I think of that when I hear this story. Yeah, too. It's like when I learned how to cook ramen noodles for the first time. And that's all I wanted to eat for weeks because I could do it myself. Right. (laughs) Well, the story, of course, from Charlotte Blake Alston, the trombone queen and the gingerbread king. Such a pleasure to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. And be sure to join us on Thursday for an episode in which you're going to hear a great performance from West Virginia tall tale teller Bill Lepp, recorded live in the Appleseed studio. A story about going to vacation by School, And we're also going to take you snipe hunting. Ever been snipe hunting? Well, you won't want to miss this snipe hunt on the Appleseed. Join us, won't you? I'm Sam Payne. 
Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.